Hello and welcome to your next Quantum Leap. I'm excited to have with me today Kathy Kidd from We Help You Thrive. Kathy, welcome today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and what it is that you do. Uh, my husband, Steve, and I, we own Thrive Business Development here in Portland, Oregon. Uh, we partner with our clients to help share their message with the world. We do that by creating a brand, a design, and marketing system that they can grow and make millions with. Well, I think everyone's going to be really excited to hear about that. That sounds interesting. <laughs> so today you're going to be talking about how that happens, how that works. So what is, what is it somebody should do if they're, if they're thinking, hey, I, I'm interested in becoming an expert in my field or becoming that celebrity expert, how, how do they go about doing that? Many of our clients have had, uh, say, 20 years' experience in um, a profession or life experience in something that they want to turn around and share. Um, they've paid their dues, they've <laughs> skinned their knees, they've uh, learned a lot along the way, and they're ready to share that, uh, usually through some form of coaching, speaking, uh, writing, and um, to transition from a successful career experience into sharing that with the world is what we help them with. And so the Internet is a fabulous tool that levels the playing field. And so you do that through website, marketing, creating a brand, and then getting exposure. So uh, exposure through radio or podcasts, through talk shows online, that sort of thing. Uh, we help our clients publish books and uh, sell, you know, become best-selling author on Amazon. Um, and you begin to create a platform of, you know, to display your experience. You know, it's one thing to say that you're an expert. It's a different thing to demonstrate that. And so we help our clients demonstrate that so that they can then reach their audience and start to help people. Wow, that's neat. So you help them take that experience that they have had made perhaps even for many, many years uh, where you have, uh, you know, the, the boots on the ground, yeah, in the trenches kind of stuff, and, but then really take that to the Internet and make that person an expert through all these media avenues that you work through, giving them exposure and, and that social proof, that demonstrated uh, results that they have. That's amazing. You must have a lot of satisfaction in what you do going from I A to Z with people. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. And it's really rewarding for me personally because I work with people who, like I said, have had years of experience and want to share a message. And usually that message is something that helps people in some way, you know, whether it be information or inspiration. Um, you know, we live in an age now of uh, coaching. And why not? I mean, hire a coach to get a shortcut. Uh, for example, uh, Lisa Nichols, one of my coaches, uh, she's in The Secret, you may have heard of her, yeah. uh, was on Oprah, and during a commercial break, uh, Oprah turned to her and said, how many coaches do you have? And Lisa said, two. And she turned to Oprah and said, 
how many do you have? And Oprah said, four. I have one in each area of my life that I want to improve. And so, of course, Lisa's thought was, well, I need to get two more coaches. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's the age that we live in. I mean, when you can turn to someone who has 20 years experience or more in something that you want to learn, and they can give you the shortcuts, help you avoid the pitfalls, it's worth it, you know? And so that's, that's the realm that I love to work in because these people are helping other people up, you know, lift as you climb. I, I love yeah. that. It is satisfying. Well, it seems like there would also be a, a ripple effect with that too, Kathy, because the person that you're helping to get their message out there, now that person is able to help a lot of other people in turn. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. And their happiness and satisfaction when they come to me and, and say, you know, how excited they are to get it out there. Like, for example, a recent client, uh, she had this dream of having a talk show. Uh, she's pretty famous in England, but uh, wanted to have like a, a worldwide talk show. And I said, well, why don't you? And she's just fabulous at it. And so we got her out there and... Um, people that are responding to it and she's like oh my gosh Kathy I'm helping people and it feels so good and that makes me feel good so I I do love my job <laughs> yeah because now she can touch everybody all over the globe too through her show mm -hmm. and then she has people on her show who are also coaches and authors speakers who have a message to share so she's helping those people reach more people. And like you said, it's a ripple effect. I help Claire. Claire helps Sarah. Sarah helps her people. I mean, it's just, it really is rewarding. It goes ongoing. Well, let's say that there's someone listening today and they're thinking, you know what, I do. I have that experience uh, and, you know, I'm passionate about what I know. I don't know how to get it out there. What, what was the first step that somebody can take? You need to create your platform. And so you need to know who your ideal client is, um, at least a general idea of what your brand is that you're going to present to the world so that it can be consistent and authentic. And you're going to want a website and some social media in place. And then you need some proof of what you know. So you need to be on um, like a podcast or a video uh, write a book and uh, put it on Amazon, those kinds of things, so that people can have a demonstration of what you know. And then the more clients you have, the more success stories you'll have, and it just builds. I can see that. So what would be some examples of creating a platform, a platform, what their message is? Maybe it's either from some folks that you're working with or just some examples of what a platform is. So, for example, um, our very basic uh, signature system that we use if we had somebody come to us uh, just starting out is um, what we call our authority package. And we call it that because it walks them through your first uh, podcast. And from that podcast, we'd create a book. And then we put that book on Amazon. And then we blast you out to the world in your marketing, get you on CBS, NBC, ABC, Fox, uh, the Wall Street Journal. And 
then we put that on your website, we put it in your social media, we give people proof and samples of what you know. And, then and that creates the, the platform. Uh, pardon me? I'm sorry. And that creates the platform, and then from there it grows. So what are some examples of the platform, you know, like somebody's message? Would it be just something that I had an experience with or something I had an education in? It's something that's usually personal to them, their purpose, their thing that they want to share with the world. So, uh, for example, we have a, um, a doctor who wants to share health and wellness uh, with people and get out of the hourly grind and be able to share it on a national level. Um, so that's her purpose. Um, we have um, a, uh, um, like I was saying with Claire, you know, she has done local uh, stuff in London on TV, but wanted to go global and be able to highlight all these people that she knows and share her message with the world that it, you know, can be bigger, that your purpose is, you know, that everybody has a purpose. So it's, it's individual to the to the person. For me, my message that I share, even though I'm not an author, speaker, coach per se, um, I want people to see the big vision and possibility for sharing their message. That's what's personal to me. I want them to share their message and them with the world. So would you say, Kathy, that everybody has a message within them? I do. I really do. Um, it it really is individual to the person, you know. It's it it's what means something to them and that they just have to share with people. You know, we've all by the time I'm in my forties, a lot of people I work with are Thank in their forties, by the time we've reached this age, we have some wisdom to impart that we want people to know. It's like, oh, if you just knew. Like for me, mm-hmm. I want people to know the internet it levels the playing field. It's a global platform where you can do business and reach people. That's what I've learned in my 20 years of doing web design and marketing. So whatever that message is that you've come away from your career with or your experience. I mean, you could be a stay-at-home mom or you could be a pharmacist or, you know, you have something you want to share with the world. Mm-hmm, most definitely. So does this take a lot of work? So if there's a person out there and like, yeah, you know what, I, I'm really passionate about this subject and I want to get my message out to the world, but wow, a, a website, a social media, write a book, all this, it sounds like it's just a really lot of work. Is it something that, you know, does it take a lot of time for somebody to get their message out there? Um, it can be as fast or as slow as is appropriate for you. If you're a real go-getter, um, it can move much, much faster. And then you have the, the element of time versus money. So we live in an age of information where you can easily learn how to build your own website. You can learn how to publish and write your own book. Uh, it will take you more time, but 
it's much more economical on your budget. It just, like I said, takes a lot of time. Or you can hire somebody who has been doing it for many years and can show you the shortcut, do it for you, and get that out much quicker. So, for example, with our authority package, uh, we put them on the radio, out to over 500,000 listeners, available on iTunes, um, get them published on Amazon, and get them out to CBS, NBC, Fox, and all that within 30 to 60 days. So if you want to move faster and you're a real go-getter, you can do that. And because of this beautiful age of technology and information we live in, if you're on a tighter budget, and you have more time, you can take the time to learn it and do more things yourself. It's really a beautiful thing. It really is. That's awesome. So does it cost a lot of money to do some of these? Because like you said, yeah, I can go learn to build my own website, and of course I I do web marketing and have for years too. Uh, But some people will be like, well, it costs a lot of money. It's thousands of dollars for a website, and book publishers want five grand to publish a book, and you know, I don't understand social media and what to do on that. So, you know, maybe I pay somebody else to do that. You know, because I've personally worked with clients that just keep throwing money down out there and mm. and still have got no results from that too. So is it something that costs a lot of money for somebody to get involved? I've seen different scales. I mean, it depends on, on who you're working with. For us, we try and make it very reasonable for our clients. Um, our packages for just the authority package uh, starts at a very reasonable rate of 927. Uh, we work with clients to, in some cases, we'll put together a package and then uh, stretch it over months where they do a little bit at a time. Many of our clients are working a job and we call that job their investor (laughs) because it's (laughs) investing in what they really want to do in that next transition of life. And so depending on what their budget is and what their time is, uh, we do that much each month and build on it. So if it's a bigger project and we're really starting from scratch and it is the website, the marketing, the, you know, all that, we can divide it over three to six months so that it's more economical and isn't a you know, full-time job from day one for them. Uh, and then there's other people who really want to just dive right in and go for it. And again, it's the money versus time. If you have more time and less budget, you can do more yourself. And if you just want to start, you know, hit the ground running, you can pay somebody to do that for you. So... So what if someone's out there and they're thinking, okay, I'm ready to do this, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try the do-it-yourself route first. What would be the thing that would be most beneficial to them for doing it yourself? Would it be you know build their own WordPress or some other easy simple platform website, or do set up their social media or get their book written? If they had to say, what order would be the best for them to just dive in and try something and get it going? Uh, My advice would be, first and foremost, uh, social media. Facebook is an excellent platform. Uh, I had a client that years ago all I did for her was graphics, and she did all of her sales through uh, Facebook and did over $60,000 a month in sales just on Facebook alone. 
it's an excellent platform to learn uh, from a business standpoint. So you'll want a business page, a personal profile, and possibly other elements, but those to start with for sure. You'll need a brand so that you can stay consistent from day one. And then from there, I would say build a website. I recommend WordPress with uh, Genesis by Studio Press themes because uh, Google just eats it up like catnip. Uh, you can find lots of tutorials on how to, to do those. And again, it's about taking the time. You know, if, for example, I've installed over a thousand WordPress websites. Michelle, I'm sure you've done even more than that. Oh, man. <laughs> so count. for us, we could probably install it fairly quickly and know what problems could possibly pop up, what conflicts, how to design it, how to make it function, and someone doing it for the first time. It's obviously going to take them a lot longer, but if that's their joy, that's their you know, and their budget doesn't allow. It's a good place to start. So I would say start with social media, then go to your good platform of a website, and then get your message out there through blogging while you're writing your book, and then get your book published on Amazon. And when you can afford it, hire a professional to do the things that you don't enjoy. That's great advice. Uh, you mentioned branding just a minute ago too. So can you talk about that? Absolutely. Branding is so important. Um, branding, you need to know who your, ta your target market is, who your ideal client is. You know, the, the saying goes, uh, niche is rich, broad is broke. When you try and please all the people all the time, you end up pleasing nobody. Um, Nike is a really great example. When they come out with a new shoe, they target one person and the product is targeted to that specific person, their likes, their dislikes, their favorite colors. They create a wall in a room that is just about that one person. That's who they target. Does everybody else buy the shoe? Yes, but they're only targeting one person. And that's, that's how the successful marketing is done from larger companies. And in emulating that, you'll quickly learn that niche is rich, broad is broke. So when you get yeah. clear on who your ideal client is and how you want to convey your authentic message to them, so you start talking color scheme and because uh, colors, they convey a message to people. You know, it evokes a feeling when they see your Facebook header. It seems like something so simple, but it, it's such an instantaneous impression of you. So it's really very important. I've heard that too. You bet where uh, the, the riches are in the niches, right? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and the color thing. Boy, I remember working with somebody one time and they wanted their color scheme to be red and yellow mm -hmm. and kind of a dark tan together. And it was the e-commerce store. Uh, and I thought, oh my goodness. That's just like it really it, it was unattractive, and you know I couldn't talk them out of it. I did my best, you know, and I, I thought later that wow, I mean it just the impression that gives when you see a color scheme like that and and obviously that design did not go in my professional portfolio to show everybody <laughs> <laughs> in the in the future and i you know I even had a, somebody one years ago 
spend thousands of dollars building a website with for an insurance business, and and then they themselves went into Microsoft Word and created their own logo to go on that. And so I tried to tell them they needed a professional logo, but they didn't go with it, and they insisted on the one they created to go on the website. They spent thousands of dollars on on mm-hmm. all of this marketing for their brand new insurance business. And you know, it's funny because that first thing people see is that logo and that brand, and it looks like you did make it in Word. It looks like, you know, a 12-year-old could have made that. <laughs> and, yeah. and so branding is really important. And, you know, they say, what is it, people pay 20% more for a brand, just like, you know, coffee. Because it's branded Starbucks, they pay more for it and stuff. So, yeah, I agree that that brand is important. And thank you for bringing that up and sharing with our listeners, too, so that they will take the steps to brand themselves and make themselves stand out and be distinct in, distinctive amongst the crowd. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, when you're talking about that yellow and red website, it, it also I had going in my mind that uh, colorblind people don't see red and yellow. A red ball on a yellow carpet, they can't see it. So you have to also consider who are the people looking at your website? Who are the people looking at your brand? You know, if you're using primary colors like yellow and red, are you going after young children? And how many people that are colorblind won't be able to see your yellow lettering on a red background or something like that? Um, yeah, that's, that's very important. So important. Yes, definitely consider that with their audience. What is their audience going to see when they when they come there? So, can you talk about niches for just a moment too? That niche market, because uh, some people do paint that broad stroke. Well, you know, I've been to networking events, and you, know, you ask somebody, "What do you do?" Especially real estate. So, real estate, I'll say, "Well, who's your target market?" Everybody is my customer. And, and I'm thinking, no, what do you enjoy doing the most? Can you, can you tell me what your favorite kind of client to work with is? And, you know, I remember this one. I finally broke it down standing there trying to get her to not say everybody in the world is my target market. And she finally said, you know, I really like working with rural and farm uh, land and property. And I said, see, that's, that's what I wanted to know. Because had I talked to somebody that said, I'm looking for a realtor, I might not have, she might not have popped into my mind. But when someone I know is looking for somebody that specializes in rural and farm, now I know somebody that does that. So in what other areas can, it, whether it's demographics or geographic, how can we break things down more into a niche? Absolutely. So, so important. And I love that you said that when she said that specific, you had somebody in mind because that is really important about branding. Uh, something else to consider why or with um, having a niche, the other thing to consider in narrowing down a niche, it's your energy and your energy in your marketing. Imagine if you, had, if you narrowed it down to just 10 niches, you know, instead of everybody, just 10, but you're giving... 10% of your effort to this niche and 10% of your effort to this niche and 10% of your effort to this niche. Nobody wants to buy from someone who only gives 10% effort to them. But if you're clearly focused on your ideal, 
the one that brings you joy, the one that you relate to the easiest, the one that brings out the best in you, everybody gets to see that. Everybody gets to see that 100%, that best of you, and and that's what you're putting out in the world, as opposed to, I'm trying to reach this person over here, and I'm trying to reach this person over here, and I'm trying to reach this person over here. You know, it it sends out mixed messages. And so nobody gets a really clear message of who you are, what you're offering, and who you're offering it to. And like I was saying... spread too thin. Yes, yes. And nobody wants to hire that. You know, it just, it looks a mess. It doesn't feel comfortable. But um, Nike, they're really clear about their brand. They're really clear about that new shoe they put out. It's for a runner who likes pink, who enjoys an early morning run and just comes back dripping with sweat. And that person is going to look at that shoe and go, I have to have that. And there's a whole bunch of other people who look at that brand and go, wow, they got it together. I want that. I want that shoe. I want this shoe. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And that's what what good brands do. Like you mentioned Starbucks. That is exactly what Starbucks did. When Starbucks was still just a little Seattle company, they hired a large marketing firm, and they got really clear about their niche market. Does Do a whole bunch of other people go to Starbucks? Yes. But they're only targeting a really small niche can you give some other examples? You've worked with so many clients and maybe some examples of what niches are. You mentioned the doctor health and wellness. You know, how, do, how do you break that down even more? Is it by demographic of age and gender? You know, but maybe some other examples of how people broke down into a very specific niche. We actually uh, walk our clients through a process of narrowing it down to a single person. Um, my favorite example of this, um, I don't know if you've heard of Infusionsoft. Many people oh, yes. get to experience Infusionsoft, but they don't know the company. Uh, Google it. They're awesome. Um, if you go to their headquarters, they have out their, their kind of inside theme is uh, cereal. The early founders really loved cereal, and so they have a cereal bar, and they have fun stuff they do with the employees. They have these cereal boxes that they've created and have out for all the employees and visitors to see. And on these giant cereal boxes, they have created a kind of, based on Wheaties, if you remember the old Wheaties boxes, an avatar of their ideal clients. And one client, they have a picture of him, and they have his name and demographics. His name is Stan. He's been in business for 12 years. He has this many employees. He, um, he likes this color. These are his hobbies. This is the area he lives in. These are his goals and aspirations. And they actually create these avatars. The big companies do. And this is what we do with our clients. We create an avatar so that we're targeting that person. So it helps you narrow down what the person's wants and needs are and what their likes and dislikes are so that when they do have that need, you're able to create some kind of marketing platform to put a message to them and offer to them. 
Exactly. So when you think of your avatar, Sarah, you know that she goes to this website for her regular information. She subscribes to this blog. She has uh, these things that she looks at on Facebook. Um, these are the kind of things that she's looking for on Google. Um, this is how she spends her time. And then you can think of ways to reach her so that when she does these things, you're going to meet her there. That's how you're going to connect with her. And is she the only person that goes to that website? Heck no. Is she the only person who has those hopes and dreams? No. There's going to be other people that you reach. But you have a really clear answer. So many people, like when they're just doing their Facebook marketing, just that simple task, they're like, oh, I, I don't know what to put. I don't know when to post. You can really clearly, quickly answer those when you know who you're targeting. If you're targeting Sarah and you know that Sarah has time at night because she put her kids to bed, then you're going to be doing your ads at night. You know, it, Then there's no wishy-washy question you know the answer of what to do, when to do it, how to do it. That's excellent. So as we wrap up today, Kathy, what, what do you think would be the best way to approach becoming that celebrity expert? What's the biggest bang for the buck and the biggest thing that somebody can do to get their message out there? Start demonstrating that you know what you're talking about, that you can help people. Uh, the easiest way to do that is uh, becoming a guest on a podcast, write your book, your blog, be on Facebook, and start sharing your information. That makes complete sense to just have that demonstration, that social proof that you do indeed know what you're talking about. Well, exactly. as we finish up here too, Kathy, do you have any final words for our listeners? I'll just immediately send that to voicemail. As we wrap up here and finish up, Kathy, do you have any final words for our listeners, maybe some encouragement or inspiration to get them to, to get up and get their message out to the world? Absolutely. Dream big. You know, don't be afraid to dream big. People think, oh, that can't happen to me. It does. It can happen to you. It's just a matter of figuring out how. You know, and often that is to find a coach or somebody who's been there, done that, who has what you want and can show you the way. That's great advice. Thank you for sharing. If someone is interested in learning more about you, Kathy, or your business, We Help You Thrive, um, how could they get in touch with you? They can find us at wehelpyouthrive.com or they can email me at Kathy, that's K-A-T-H-Y, at wehelpyouthrive.com. Well, thank you so much, Kathy. I know our listeners really enjoyed listening to what you had to share today. I know I did. I thought it was great, great feedback, great information to help them get them on their journey to becoming a celebrity expert in their field. So thank you for taking time today to, to join me and sharing your expertise, Kathy. Thank you for having me, Michelle. I really enjoyed it.